At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shay Stevens. The Pentagon has identified the three American soldiers killed in an enemy drone attack in Jordan on Sunday. Sergeant William Rivers, Specialist Kennedy Sanders, and Specialist Breonna Moffitt were all from an Army Reserve unit in Fort Moore, Georgia. National Security Coordinator John Kirby says they were participating in a mission to help counter ISIS. The counter-ISIS mission is separate and distinct. Indeed, it has been long-standing and unrelated to our efforts to support Israel and to prevent a wider conflict in the region. We do not seek another war. We do not seek to escalate. But we will absolutely do what is required to protect ourselves, to continue that mission, and to respond appropriately to these attacks. Kirby says the U.S. response to Sunday's drone attack in Jordan should not affect the ongoing effort to free the remaining hostages in Gaza. The U.S. Justice Department has indicted an Iranian national and two Canadian men for allegedly plotting to assassinate two people in Maryland. As Ryan Lucas reports, the lead defendant in the case is suspected of having ties to Iranian intelligence. The indictment says the orchestrator of the alleged murder-for-hire scheme was Naji Sharifi Zindashti. Court papers say Zindashti contacted Damien Ryan, a Canadian member of the Hells Angels, to put together a team of gunmen in early 2021 to kill two people in Maryland. Court papers do not identify the intended victims, but they say one of them had previously defected from Iran. Prosecutors say as Zindashti and Ryan discussed the price tag and logistics for the hit, Ryan coordinated with another Canadian, Adam Pearson, to carry out the assassination itself. The indictment does not accuse the Iranian government of directing the alleged plot, but separately, the U.S. Treasury imposed sanctions on Zindashti and described him as a drug trafficker who leads a network that targets dissidents at the behest of Iran's government. Ryan Lucas, NPR News, Washington. A top intelligence chief confirms that the government buys some commercial data that tracks American Internet activity. As NPR's Jenna McLaughlin reports, the official denied any intentional collection of data on consumers. After former National Security Agency contractor Edward Snowden leaked documents about government surveillance in 2013, it led to a major debate about privacy and security. The U.S. government said at the time that any collection of Americans' data was incidental, though some of it was used in intelligence operations. The revelation led to reforms. But now, the NSA says it purchases commercial data about American Internet activity from companies like data brokers, though never from phones known to be in the United States. The disclosure comes in a letter to Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon, a fierce privacy advocate. Given a recent legal order that data brokers must get informed consent before selling Americans' data, NSA's programs will likely continue to be scrutinized. Jenna McLaughlin, NPR News. This is NPR. The leader of Northern Ireland's Democratic Unionist Party, or DUP, says it's reached a deal with Britain on post-Brexit trade rules. The announcement comes nearly two years after the DUP walked out of trade talks with Britain. Farmers are blocking major highways around the French capital, causing disruptions. The farmers have a list of demands for the French government, which they say is responsible for their diminishing livelihoods. Rebecca Rossman spoke to some of them on a highway just outside of Paris. Major roads around the city are being blocked by dozens of tractors, like on this highway just a couple miles north of the Paris-Charles-de-Gaulle airport. 
The hundreds of farmers who have gathered here say they are prepared to stay put as long as it takes. Some have set up tents, barbecues and portable toilets. The goal is really to get the government to listen to us, says Pierre de Wilde, a fourth-generation farmer who is camping out here with his 23-year-old son. The farmers say they're sick of low wages, too much regulation and poor working conditions. Despite some concessions made last week, the unions say so far the government's response to their demands has been insufficient. For NPR News, I'm Rebecca Rossman in Paris. Russia has lost its Olympic gold from the 2022 Winter Games. This after the Court of Arbitration for Sport disqualified figure skater Camilla Valieva for doping. Valieva was disqualified for taking a banned heart medication. The decision to disqualify her means the gold for the 2022 event goes to the U.S., while second place goes to Japan. I'm Shay Stevens. This is NPR News.